Hello, friends. Time for some clips from last week's episode of the Dice of Thunder podcast. You guys show up at the Shield Marshal Station. Give me a, a quick bonk on the head. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, abscond with this unlawfully detained individual. Hmm. Can I need to check it? need to keep sneaking. I can already smell you. All I know is I was locked up in this cell for no reason at all except for being a colo. Welcome to the club. Will you come with us to the bulletin barrels? Why are you looking for me? Why are you looking for us? <laughs> Great follow-up question. <laughs> but when I got to Bristlebane, she was already dead. One of the sentries at Elkenstar Castle got a good look at it and said it was some clockwork cat with the big bronze wings. A flying oh, clockwork no. cat? What? And someone was riding upon its back like a giant what? steed. No. So he wants us to find Kosawana before Muglin gets him. Yep. Muglin's in pursuit. Yep. They said go to his workshop and check the Temple of Breed. Let's do it. You identify that book as the logic of design, which is the holy text of the Brigite priesthood. Hello, I am Tertiary Cognitankus. How can I help you today? episode on the Dice of Thunder podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Dice of Thunder podcast, the third most popular podcast on my street. Hey, whoa. <laughs> climbing the ranks, whoa, whoa, baby. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's yeah. Who on your street is more popular? Climbing the ranks. Just saying. Yeah, what's what's ahead of us on I your street? I heard that Loose Dogs podcast up the street. Yeah. That mm. <laughs> There's probably some street racing podcast that's real popular around yeah. here, you know, because they can't out. just control themselves. Mm. Four cylinders, yeah. baby. Got to go fast. <laughs> <laughs> fast and loud. Fast I'd imagine, and loud. I'd imagine they'd be into, like, car collectors, and, like, car collection podcasts. Like, like Hot Wheels sure, cars? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Micro Machines. It's a Micro Machine Appreciation podcast. Two, sure. door, two doors up. They're producing that in their house, and it's way more popular than this. And they talk fast, like the Micromachine guy. <laughs> and it's it's a a yeah. <laughs> now I want to listen to a Micromachine's Appreciation Podcast. <laughs> Great. If you're out there in the independent podcasting world looking for a new audience. We've got a job for you. <laughs> Somewhere Jebediah's like, finally. Yes. <laughs> All that the hard. call to action I've been waiting for. <laughs> I prayed for a sign, and this is Why it. is his name Jebediah? Why not? I said Jebediah. Jebediah. Yeah, whoa, Craig. Either way, it, it just feels right. Jeb or Jed. Respect the B, bro. <laughs> Can't believe it. From you. a comedy standpoint, it had to be Jebediah. Jebediah. Oh, it had to be. It's definitely a funnier name by a totally. long shot than Jedediah. You could go with Tony. It's that also a funny name. sounds like a micro-machine, mm. like, ad, like uh <laughs> Advocist? That's not a word. No. Hi, my name is Tony. I'm a Micro Machines Advocist. <laughs> what's the word? I, I don't even know what word Bro, I'm looking for. Bro, what's your next character? I got to kill Kairos on the quick. <laughs> Tony the Micro Machine Advocist. Micro Machine Advocist. That sounds like a Key and Peele skit. It kind of does. 100%. We were, we were watching Key and Peele skits last night. And the the so Terry good. on the airplane skit. Oh, my gosh. That's, are you a Terry? <laughs> Funny. Oh yeah, those guys are genius. Clowns, they are. Oh, anyway, <laughs> uh, we're no, we're a Pathfinder podcast. Yeah. I keep saying it every week, and we keep doing these goofy cold opens. But here we are. You keep doing here. It. It's, we part, are. it's part. It's yeah, part of the. Uh, it's part mm-hmm. of the thing. Victims. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, the door is locked, everybody. <laughs> it is. He won't let us leave. The cipher lock on it. Blink twice if you're in danger. Right? Yes. We uh, once you I'm complete two recordings of the Dice of Thunder podcast, the lock automatically opens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really weird when my aunt came to visit last week, and I'm like, "Hey, sit down. You can't leave <laughs> until we do some back back matter recordings." So. No, I'm just kidding. Speaking of weird names, though, there's a, a weird name out there, Mintakis. That was mm-hmm. the the priest, the tertiary cog 
of the Temple of Brieg that mm. you guys mm. went to visit. And if you'll open your, your Roll20 up, there is a map of Alkenstar up, and you can see the Temple of Brieg now highlighted with a nice red dot oh, I see that. on the map. Fancy. I do not see it. It's red. The uh, Barrel and Bullet Saloon is also now visible, so you can get an idea of how far away this was. And uh, Gil, I know you're desperately trying to picture Alkenstar in your mind, and it is a, a rectangular-shaped city. Cut in half by a river, like a uh, like like a J-shaped river, and it, it's a pretty wide river. Like it's it's several city blocks wide. So there are two points where the, there is a bridge that crosses it, one in the north and one in the south, kind of southwest. There's a double bridge, and that's right where the uh, Temple of Brieg is. Is on the south side, the bottom of the J, as you were will. And also, you know, if, if you are struggling picturing it, I do recommend you go on um, just Google map of Alkenstar. These mm-hmm. things are all up on the internet for people to peruse and stuff Yeesh. like that. So you guys are at the Temple of Brieg. Yeah. You are you were introduced to Mintakis, the tertiary cog of the Temple of Brieg. You were directed there by Phoebe, who, after digging around a little bit, discovered a, a name, Olaman Kosawana. Kosawana. Which was one of the scientists who was present during uh, the Blithier College incident and Gattleby's Pyronite Showcase, right? Yeah. And she got this information by finding out about a break-in at his house. And the people who broke into his house were some gang, unidentified yet, gang. Uh, but one of the gang members who broke into the house had the exact physical description of one Ambrose Muglin. Yep. Okay. So putting putting all the pieces together, Phoebe says, you know, this guy was smart. He was at the, he's really smart. He was at the Blithier College display, which means he witnessed, you know, the explosion. And we know from the late, great Shoma Lysirius. Great? Yeah. Dead. I was a dead wondering person. if you were going to throw the name. What? The late and wonderful Shoma That Pyronite's out there. It's out. The news is yes. out that someone else has duplicated so the assumption is that this Kosawana guy, who also had explosion noises being reported in the area of his workshop... From his neighbors. Right, from mm-hmm. his neighbors. There's enough circumstantial evidence to investigate this guy, right? That, so that's a little recap of where we're at for you all. Wait, isn't there a little bit more to where he was seen fleeing from his house after the explosion? On and a the giant flying, flying cat. Cat bird. Yep. Yep. Ah, right. cat bird. Yeah. Correct. All right. Very good. Greg, you get a hero point. <laughs> and, yeah. I agree. <laughs> Thank and, you for rewarding me that. And since it was on clockwork, uh, that's the other thing that points you to the temple right. of Brieg. So you are face-to-face with Mintonkis, and she's there's a, another like uh, Brigite like, acolyte with her carrying this large book that you guys identified as the logic of design, yep. which is the holy mm. text of a, a Brigite. Which to me seems like people got a hold of the Uline catalog and turned it into like a Bible. <laughs> it kind of feels that way a little bit. Isn't the Uline catalog like, where you order stuff from? Yeah. Or it's like they found a, a Home Depot catalog. Oh, and they're like, yeah. you know what? This is our Bible now. Or like the Sears catalog from when you were a kid. Yeah. What are you singing now? Home Depot. <laughs> the Home Depot theme song. <laughs> Some people do more or whatever. Not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, that's true. They apparently Some of them wear, wear orange aprons. aprons. <laughs> <laughs> this is a dad joke podcast no, now. You are it's at the table with four dad dads. Just Spotify yeah. says they're all listening. Four and a half dads. Three yeah, and, and it's just all dads listening, so this is great. They're cracking up right now. Yeah, like, oh, you, you hear that one, oh, Carl? <laughs> he said capes and then aprons. Because <laughs> they wear the orange aprons at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, we're the worst. Dads. Well, <laughs> so tertiary cog Mintakis introduced herself as such. I'm Tosieri Cogmentakis. Welcome to the Temple of Brieg. Hey. <laughs> I love that. I was listening. What's a tertiary cog? That's her title. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which, uh, there, isn't that the, you said that was the second highest rank? 
third. Third. Third highest rank. Tertiary. Of the cogs. That's what that mean, word yeah. means. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to ask her some questions? Primary, secondary, tertiary, <laughs> for those who were wondering. I hope so. I've set up a, a, a lot of... You know, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hello, oh, Mintokis. Nantucket. Is that Darn Iris' voice? Go find it. Yes, Get, it leave is. This it's already here. Oh, there he is. Okay. He's been here. <laughs> Mintokis, <laughs> we are here looking for <laughs> Olomenkosawana. Olomenkosawana, you say? Yes. The former primary cog here at the Temple of Brieg. The one you oh. kicked out. Yes. Have you, do you know where he's at? I, I do not. Where do he lives, actually, is what we're specifically asking mm. you. You're quick to the point, aren't you? <laughs> I, <laughs> I like it. Because I forgot my other questions. As a logistician, why. I appreciate you being quick <laughs> to the point. I have things to do. No. Um, it's a good save. So she raises an eyebrow, looks at you, has sort of mild surprise on her face. We haven't heard from the former primary cog in quite some time. In accord with Regulation 14.5.2, Olaman Kosawana is no longer associated with our temple. And she turns to the acolyte next to her and nods. And then this, this acolyte opens up the, the book, The Logic of Design. And begins skimming through the pages and says, uh, Regulation 14.5.2, all components shall advance the functional or aesthetic qualities of the device. Any component which does not serve the whole shall be excised. And he shuts the book and Mintakis nods and says, Yes, so it was with primary cog Kosawana. He chose not to serve the church and so was declared superfluous to our needs. He continues to serve the Whisperer in bronze in his own way, perhaps, but not in official capacity. I believe his workshop is in the Ferris Quarter along the river, three blocks west of Hammer Street. Hammer Street. That's where they saw the uh, flying catbird fly over Hammer Street. That is correct. Very That's got to be worth a hero point. Nope. I Taking that. notes is not a uh, hero <laughs> I didn't write that in my notes. That's not my notes. You. I just remember. Because mm -hmm. you said I, Hammer Street. I have a question. Yes. How may I help you? You mentioned the Whisperer in Bronze. Yes. Who the, is this? The Whisperer in Bronze is Brieg, our patron, and the Holy Mother of all invention. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you are quite welcome, sir. So you said in the Ferris Quarter, which is back in, oh, I see on the map here, it's in Smokeside, back a, across the river. Right, yeah. We, have, we would have to go north. Like Greg said, across the river, and the, there okay. is uh, that that dirty old lake in the middle of the Smokeside District of Alcanzar. Yeah. Kosawana's like, workshop is on the western edge of that lake, like one block okay. away. Yeah. Just like Capital it lake. should be visible on the uh, on the map now with a little red. Dot. It is. Yep, we yeah. see it. Very good. Uh, Mintokis, what could you give us more information on exactly what uh, Kosawana did to get kicked out? What specifically did he create, mm. or not? What purpose did he not serve? She frowns a second and pauses to think and then says, uh, Regulation 4.7.5 guides us in this and motions to the acolyte next the to her who flips through the logic design and says, Oh, it, it's, it's not for the gear to determine how it will turn, but for the maker to set the design. Each gear must work with those <laughs> beside it or else the device will fail. And Mintakis nods, yes, closes her eyes and says, Olaman found himself fascinated with some of the, shall we say, less accurate records in our archives, from which he formed a peculiar worldview. Instead of helping to grow the knowledge of the faith, he fell victim to lies and half-truths. Grand Cog Yanalir finally had to ask him to retire from his public duties to prevent further embarrassment. Thank you. What are these uh, false beliefs that he fell into. Yeah. The, uh, the acolyte starts flipping pages again through the Logic of Design book, and he says, uh -uh, Regulation 3.1.7, in order to truly create an original device, one must first create the entire cosmos. All makers build upon those who have come before, and it is the duty of every maker to leave a foundation for the future makers to build upon. Mintakis nods again, eyes closed. Yes, yes, hearing the holy text of Brieg recited in her presence. 
And then she elaborates. Even old texts rife with error are retained by our order. But some stories from the past are meant as allegory or require heavy revision or annotation in light of new understandings. Orleman took a few such stories literally, and it infected his work, his teaching, and even his mind. You must understand, every religion has those who believe that they have cracked the code or uncovered secret truths that generations of researchers before have missed. When presented with evidence, these people merely invent a bigger conspiracy to explain away the incongruity that allows them to maintain their beliefs. Thank you. <laughs> thoroughly thank, impressed thank right you. now. So you're saying he tried to do something new and you didn't like it? Ah, that is a great question, and not entirely true. Why are it? you being so vague? Yeah. Well, vagueness is not my intention, merely the statement of logic. Oloman did not try to do something new. As the teachings in Regulation 3.1.7 would tell us, there is nothing new under the cosmos. <laughs> but oh, yet he wanted it. to do it like it's never That's been done. That's so sneaky. What he tried to do, or what he did in fact do, was fall under the teachings of a wayward individuals who discover something they believe to be true, despite the fact that it isn't, but then discuss it as if it were true. Who is they? Oh, any, any former heretic of the Brigite order, or even the, the general people of the world. They it's see something they believe in, they put all of their stock and faith in it, and they do not decide to use logic to determine the truthful outcome. Did Oilman Masugungan <laughs> I believe that is not his name. Did it is Oloman Kosawana. Oloman Kosawana. Logic would dictate that you use the correct name when investigating <laughs> someone. Oh, dear God. Okay. So, did he find... What did he find in the ancient text that had y'all concerned? It is unknown what he discovered because the inaccurate texts that are locked away are forbidden by the Brigite priesthood to research in the first place. What the primary cog did is akin to heresy in our order. Got a secret? Got a secret? So he broke okay. into the archives that they're not supposed to get into, read something, and got him on this path of doing uncoggery work. Mm. Yes. You like that? Okay. Uncoggery? Uncoggery. Uh, what else do we need to know before we go to his apartment? Did he act alone? Did he have anyone who was interested in his discoveries? Were there any other fallen acolytes with him? Yeah. Not that we know of. Hmm. Okay. The archives have a very strict policy of who can access them and when. Those who worship Brie as an acolyte or as a priest must file the specific requests in order to access the archives. It is not impossible for the primary cog to access said archives. And the general public, they may peruse them as much as they'd like. Sounds like we should peruse those. What do you guys think? I'll, I'm, I'm interested. If we're yes. allowed. We are. You we're the, the general, general public. public. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Let's go. Uh, one more question before we ask if we can go see these archives. Uh, how do you feel about alchemy? Alchemy is a fantastic study. The exact chemical reactions of all elements in the creation of a new element is something guided by the cosmos. Okay, so you're not against that at all? Just, Absolutely okay. not. Alchemical endeavors are often pursued by Brigites in an attempt to find a new source of energy to power the various machines that we invent here. Like Tesla. Mm. <laughs> we do not believe in cobalt mining. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Fair. No, just kidding. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure that there wasn't some contention between clockwork and alchemical um roll a religion stuff. check oh. can someone else who's more religious than me <laughs> i can okay <laughs> i like making him bad. roll the one thing he's not trained in i'm a minus one no greg roll it <laughs> okay I'm gonna roll it. I'm gonna roll it. here we go can't roll 20s if you don't roll a dice yeah, that's right i what'd rolled you, a 10 total what'd you get duval uh 21 total. all right so what what kairos that's that's incorrect i had it 18 total okay uh what kairos would deduce from that question is that uh, and, and it was determining whether or not there was some animosity between alchemy and... Right, yeah. yeah. So uh, just 
an 18, knowing about the Brigite religion, would tell you that uh, they primarily focus on engineered machinery. But all that chemistry is, depending on the, the lens that you look through, according to Brigites, is just another machine. Right? It's a reaction. It's a, it's, it's a force acting on an object and creating a new result, just like a clockwork um, interaction. So they'd only have a problem if it was magical. Really. They don't have a problem with magic either. Oh, that would be a machine logical. as well. Right. Right, it's logical. Exactly. Yeah. It's just very impossible to study magic and you know, pursue magic in the mana wastes. And oh, so good point. Good point. In order to further society and, and grow the city and, and produce in this industry, the Temple of Brieg is just sort of naturally drawn here. Hmm. Makes sense. there's a lot of machines required. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Some of the like cog priests are akin to like mechanics you would you know if your air conditioner breaks down you call an hvac repairman right well that's what i figured yeah alkenstar if you're you know your franduzel pumper or whatever it would be called (laughs) would you call me (laughs) breaks down you call a you know a cog from the brigite priesthood to come and and understand this and he shows up in his fix your franduzel in his orange apron fix my franduzel pump do they wear orange they wear white and and bronze and and with bronze and copper counts as orange yeah Okay. Good question. Can we go down to these archives, please? I need now a diplomacy check. Mm. This I can roll better. I rolled a 21 total. 21 total. Yeah. I got a 24. I rolled a 30. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Dang. I was feeling good about myself. What do you say, Kairos? What do I say? How do you charm Mintakis here to let you charm the apron off? (laughs) Ah, Mintakis. You know, I'm really liking that apron you got going. Say, what if you uh, let us go down to the archive? Check out your wares, if you know what I mean. <laughs> she blushes a little bit and says, oh. Oh, this old thing. <laughs> Just, uh, of course you like it. It is the garment of the tertiary cog and kept in the most uh, appropriate format and, and presentation of the tertiary cog, and she seems a little flustered on, out of character. And she says, but, but of course, if you would like to access the archives, I merely need you to sign this non-disclosure agreement. And the, the acolyte that's with her produces this roll of parchment. It's about 16 feet long. Yes. That has all of these, you know, highly detailed legalistic sounding terms about disclosing information oh, that boy. you read from inside the archives of the uh, Temple of Breek. Yeah. Do you all agree to sign this NDA? Are there any are there any terms in it that would be Yeah, yeah. what does it say? Yeah. There's a significant amount of terms in it. Yes. May I have my lawyer? Can we roll <laughs> for uh... Better call Saul. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> Can what we, do you want to roll? Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, can we roll a perception check uh, on it? Uh, yeah, or? perception check. Okay. Absolutely. I would also like to, is this just the, the terms and then a line to sign, or are we seeing everyone who signed? Because I'd like it's to. It's just the terms of the line to okay. sign. Yep. I would like to see who else uh, signed. 21 it. total. <laughs> 21 total? Yeah. Okay. Is everyone taking a look at the contract? Absolutely. Not <laughs> That's no. great. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm not reading this. I only <laughs> rolled an 11. I rolled a 17. All right, so... We're uh, not entirely sure he can read yet. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm very smart. <laughs> I actually think he has the highest intelligence. Oh. I do. I do. <laughs> the whole group. Amazing. Gnolls are very smart. Yeah, they are. They just... People think they're not because of the way they look. Because they eat people. <laughs> Hey, because they hyena. Hey, because they hyena. Sometimes people do things we don't understand. Every day, all day. Doesn't mean you can't accept them. Right. You're, yep. Wow. I accept. <laughs> I accept you, Noel. Fantastic. <laughs> it's called Colorado. So, <laughs> Kairos and Luton are looking over the uh, the text pretty closely. Darn Iru's trying to, but something like a fly buzzes by and he swats at it. He's not really paying attention. Um, Kairos, you notice a couple of things that are a little odd, like um, that you're not allowed to recreate anything that you read from the archives, that uh, that the current edition of the logic of design is always the most most current. That's so redundant. The current yes. edition is the most current. Sorry. The existing edition. The existing is edition that is available in outside of the archives is the most current edition and overrides 
all previous editions. Yeah. It's the bestest one. So they yeah. keep they keep putting out new editions to like patch notes. supersede the patch notes. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Okay, that's yeah, yeah, literally yeah. how they treat yeah. it. That's awesome. New versions that override. So that was something that you found interesting that there are existing copies of previous editions in the archives. Are any of them missing? Um, we haven't gotten ones there yet. Okay, okay. You maybe. Okay. Uh, Luton with her twenty one further investigating this sees something that says that anyone who violates the terms and conditions of this non-disclosure agreement is subject to the GEAS spell, G-E-A-S. G-E-A-S? Which is something that, it's that's the same thing as the um, Men in Black, uh, what's oh, it called? The mind the, eraser thing. The yeah. mind eraser. What's it called? Light. It's called a shisher. No. He called it like the blinky it. thing or something, no, didn't he? It's, it's, it's got stick. a name. I'll He's remember like, don't blinky light thing me. Yeah, don't blinky light <laughs> yeah. thing me. Neuralizer is neuralizer, what it's called. Yes. So it's it, the Gius spell is basically like a neuralizer. We're not hosting uh, a galactic okay. kegger. What, what gets what gets neuralized? Is that your best your rip torn? <laughs> We're not hosting a galactic kegger. Yeah, that's a great that rip torn. So do we just forget about the things associated with with the? Is this a total mind wipe? Yeah, is this a brain wipe for this? everything? No, it's just for what you would have discovered. Okay. No. Yeah. So, okay. Not if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. So it's not a lobotomy. Right. No. <laughs> There's five rules to dodgeball. Oh, God. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. <laughs> Rip torn, everybody. Nailed it. In the house. In the studio. Listen. If y'all can just start busting out songs like the Home Depot theme song, <laughs> true. I could do terrible rip no impressions. There's no theme song to Home Depot. That was just him going dum dum dum. dum, 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 dum. <laughs> no, he's Absolutely. literally singing the song from the commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what it is. That is the theme song. Okay, so good. The ability of your mind to retain those kinds of things. Is All of the men from 20 to 40 years old listening to the show immediately th- remembered, oh, yeah, I got to yeah. buy oh, more. They can from- smell the, the timber in the yeah, air. The pine. Yeah, pine. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I got to go buy more. <laughs> I need two by fours. Yeah, some epoxy. I need two by fours. I got to get a conduit bender. Home Depot, reach out to sponsor. Yeah. That would be yeah. awesome. <laughs> I'd roll at Home Depot. Heck yeah. <laughs> Two balls are ready for a corporate sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so work. the last thing, uh, um, Mintakis and the acolyte that's with her take you down to the uh, asynchronous archives, which is what it's called. Yes. Asynchronous. Who, who signed it? Yeah, hold on. Oh, yeah, we that's we, right. we were discussing who the deep spell. Yeah, who signed it? Well, they won't it? let us down there unless we sign it. So We all have to sign it? And it's not a full brain wipe. It's only the situation right. to deal with. Okay, I'm down with you it. You assume. I'm not signing it. We assume. Based on what you read. Darn Iru is uh, I'm not signing it. chaotic neutral. He's definitely going to sign this thing. He's just leaning into it. <laughs> I want a perception. I should have done more murder earlier. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I went around the corner and hid my eyes, but I knew it was happening. <laughs> Can I perceive the reach of this Gaius? Uh, you can do a knowledge arcana check to determine the reach of that spell. Yes, uh, it calls it out okay, by name okay. in the uh, in the contract there. So in the non disclosure agreement. So then we know exactly what it is, but you may not know what it does. That would be a fourteen. A fourteen. That's not good enough. Anybody else with arcana? Um, I plus two, but I can try. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. Here we go. On twenty. Oh, I got a plus 10. I should roll it. Oh, I got a natural 20. Let's go. There we go. So, 22. So, what Luton, reading that, uh, which is great, because Luton was the one who read it, um, says, oh, this, you know, is telling us that we're subject to the Gius spell. Um, What that is, is it's a ritual. It's a level three ritual. The text says, of the spell, says that you enforce a magical rule on a willing target, forcing it to either perform or refrain from carrying out a certain act. A Gius to perform an act is usually conditional, such as always offer hospitality to strangers seeking a place to stay, for example. An unconditional Gius to perform a certain act doesn't require the target to perform the act exclusively, though it must prioritize the task above all leisurely pursuits. You, by signing this, become a willing participant. That's contractually they're holding you to that. The Gius that they would put upon you is never speak of the asynchronous archives again. Okay. Ah. I'm down for that. Okay. As long as we don't break the contract, we we can do a lot of things, but we can't talk about this place again if we break the rules. 
Well, and it, if it's if it's heightened to its maximum level, it is unlimited in its term. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so down in here, is this like a blueprint laboratory? I don't know why I call it laboratory. I'm gonna need everybody to sign that contract for right. us. Oh, oh wait, I wait, signed wait, it. Be, I signed it. No, no, you signed it. Heck yeah, I signed it. Boom, done. Darn Iru, signed it. Okay, I haven't signed it yet. Okay. Okay. Neither is Luton. Uh, what am I thinking? So we know that the terms of okay, here, here it is. <laughs> what are the stipulations? <laughs> what can't we violate? What can we? What? What can we not do? You cannot speak of anything that you find in here. You cannot publish, republish the works that you find okay. in the archives. That's it. We can speak about what we... Yeah, you can talk about are. it. That's what okay. we know. I right. sign it. Um, there's also a stipulation that says... Before you uh, commit there, okay. there's a stipulation that says that you're not allowed to uh, convince other members of the Temple of Brieg that what you found down there is the truth. Because oh, it's not, not allowed the most to, current version. To resell the information. That's right. And you're you're also required to respect new iterations of the logic of design should it be republished. Mm, that's open-ended. I don't like that. It is a little open-ended. But, but yeah, because they could come out something else later. The logic of design is always being updated as more information is being discovered. So, But I'm not going to co-sign for future versions. Right? Well, I don't this care. Bad contract. I'm going to say my I temple. Like I signed it. <laughs> What are we trying to do with the information we find here? We're trying to use it to... I just want to see down it, here to figure out what I mean, it's almost a religion, We're looking right? It is a religion. Co- Kosawana. Yeah. yeah. Is it possible to do, like, a deception check to, like, forge... My, uh, forge fake sign it? Fa- fake sign it. It's right yes. in the fake name. Oh, yes, I want to do that. I want to do that. It okay. is possible to do that. Okay. That's brilliant. Boo. I only got a four. <laughs> I signed my real name. So <laughs> did so did Varg just now. I got a ten. Okay, so did Kairos. Dang it! I wanted to write Daffy Duck. <laughs> What'd you get? Am I rolling Brittany? deception? If you want to sign, forge your name on there, yes. All right, I'll try. It, it would have to be convincing enough that it would not be able to hold you accountable. Nineteen. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So Luton signs um, Angelique Loveless. Loopholes. Nice. But Varg and Kairos aren't able to successfully <laughs> but they have signed the contract now. So okay, let's go. tertiary Cogman right. Takis says, ah, this is the most logical conclusion that coming here searching for information would lead you to the asynchronous archives. And if you'll follow me, I'll take you down there now. We willingly follow. And as she's escorting you down there, she provides a little bit more information and says to you, um, your timing just happens to be very good. In 16 hours from now, exactly, the secondary cogs will be coming in to do their monthly inventory of the library. You have exactly 16 hours to research at your content here, but upon that time expiring, you will be removed from the library. 16 okay. I hours. trust that this will be enough time for you to conduct your research. Yeah. You, you know underestimate how, you how slow I read. <laughs> okay, so let's. Can we dig in then? Can we? Sh- yeah. Can you show us? So she uh, she takes you to this door that is some massive cog and clockwork mechanism. Puts a key in the door, and you see all these different wheels start spinning and kink, 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 and unlocking all of the uh, different mechanisms in the door, and the door swings open. So welcome to the asynchronous archives. Leave at your leisure, but leave within 16 hours. Nice. And you guys enter the library. Now, what's really cool is this introduces a research mechanic that is part of the Game Mastery Guide. And so you now are um, you're starting a kind of a mini game to Ooh, do some research here. Yeah. Sweet. Nice. Researching um, mini games. Gail, I know that you're extremely curious about this rule. It is on page 154 of the Pathfinder Game Mastery Guide, how to build an encounter that is essentially research. I saw a tweet just last week. Somebody was pooling the amazing TTRPG community about, are there any games out there that don't have combat as the main source of their uh, you know, system? While Pathfinder is combat heavy, so it's, you can't answer that question by saying, hey, Pathfinder. But um, there are several other ways to like have an encounter in this game. Right. Like the chase mechanic, we kind of we uncovered yeah. that. But this research mechanic, and and then you guys did that while and out mechanic with Dewey Daystar. Yeah. Those are all different like uh, 
encounter we, mechanics within this game. And we missed one in the Hotfoot Hippodrome because we did yeah, so well. There would have right. been another one there. There's like a bar fight that is a, a little mini game that you guys have to go through. But you're in downtime still, and this is considered like a downtime encounter, which is pretty cool. So Sweet. Let's go. Let's go, yeah. So what you're looking for is some sort of, if I'm following you all correctly, your intention here is to find out which version of the logic of design that Olam and Kosawana could have been exposed to that may or may not have corrupted his... Right. Accurate. Yeah. So is this only versions of the law of design? It's not blueprints for everything? That's a good question. What do you mean by blueprints for everything? Like, how did he know how to make this flying bird, uh, flying cat? Mm. Oh, well, that answer is that he's exp- especially gifted in clockwork. Okay, so he's just making stuff up. Right. Okay. And and so you may surmise that because he has not been with the temple. Oh, you never asked how long ago was it that he oh, was kicked out? Because nope. it's been several years that oh. he has not been hmm. a part of the Temple of Breek. Why did how I many, think you said several weeks when yeah. we first heard? Never mind. Yeah. How many volumes or editions of the... Are we about to find out? Yeah. No, no, no. no of, the, of, of the book have come out since he's been gone. Oh, that's also another good question. I have all the good questions today, bro. So the answer to that question is here. Oh, okay. But you need to accomplish a certain amount of research points in okay. order to receive that information. Nice. Love a challenge. Yeah. Let's good, go. Good, good, good questions. About good questions. Nerdy. Yeah, Let's about go. to get nerdy up nerdy. in this dome. Okay. The Logic of Design Revision History, a series of outdated versions of Briggs' holy text, including redacted articles and unorthodox treatises. That is the section that you're in. Okay. Okay. So there are different research checks that you all can do. I'm excited about to, research. To find out the logic of design revision history. I'm going to need, you know what? I'm going to need the uh, game mastery guide for this. Oh. The Chungus? The Sub Chungus 1. Sub Chungus 1. Sub Chungus 1. Sub Chungus <laughs> sub, sub Chungus 1 has been obtained alright I have Sub Chungus 1 in my possession Yay! I could have looked it up using Hero Lab's vault but since you guys are in the library it just feels more natural to stack myself with a bunch of books and get weird do we decimal that thing as he pushes his glasses up and takes a hit of his inhaler Actually, dude your little uh, acolyte guy I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna call him a precog Yes. Oh. That's great. I think he probably would like that. It is <laughs> such a great voice. Studying the logic of design revision history, there is a maximum amount of research points you can gain from this particular section of the archives. You will roll checks based on the different skills that you're all trained in. And with a critical success, you get two research points. With a success, you get one research point. With a failure, you make a false discovery and you lose one research point. Oh man! Right. Actually, I'm sorry. That's just a critical failure. Okay. A regular failure is zero progress. Okay. Okay. There are, Great. Uh, uh, Rolls for checks. Yeah. So you're going to do checks to determine how much research you gain by re- reviewing the revision history. They're like the um, if you guys remember the scouting that you did ahead yeah. of the yep. of the absconding with Gattleby through the city. There are certain amount, certain thresholds of points that once you cross them, you learn even more information. Okay, got it. You have sixteen hours to conduct this. Each block of research takes four hours. So we have four blocks. So you have four blocks, and there are four of you. So you have sixteen attempts mm-hmm. to discover all the the information that you can. And once you reach a certain maximum for this section, you have to move on to a different section. Okay. So hopefully you find okay. something in that first section that may lead you to another section of the archives. Otherwise, you just end up down here just doing nothing for a while. Mm-hmm. So the checks that you can do are academia lore. Which I, and remember, you can do any of these untrained. Mm-hmm. Okay. Academia lore, Brieg lore. Library lore, religion, or just a general perception. They have different difficulties assigned to the various 
checks. Oh, so what other are ones they? would be easier to hit. <laughs> what are they? <laughs> Great question. Uh, didn't I? Oh, what are the DCs? <laughs> you clever, clever girl. <laughs> clever girl. Clever <laughs> girl. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so we have four blocks, four attempts each block, 16 total to yep. get in the 16 hours. All of these checks for me are going to be untrained. Every single one is untrained for me as well. Academia's trained. Is an untrained, if I'm rolling an untrained, is that a negative one or is that a zero? Or is that like it's a, a flat check? It's a plus zero. So a flat check? It, uh, it's kinda? not a flat check. Hold on, let me look that up. Because okay. it's definitely going to come up. And I've got, I'm trained in religion, I'm trained in uh, academia. Because I think I take a negative one in religion because I'm a minus one in wisdom. Skill checks. And I am checking the chungus. So steer <laughs> stupid noises. <laughs> <laughs> this chunk of checks brought to you by America's greatest singer-songwriter, Selena Gomez. Who shops at Home Depot for all her home improvement needs. <laughs> Get your chungus at the Home Depot. All hell, Selena. I wish you could. <laughs> you can't actually get your chungus at the Home Depot. Yeah, I know. That's amazing. You're missing a the market there, Home <laughs> Depot. Yeah. yeah. See? They could stock those on end cap. End cap? Oh, man. They'd be gone. End cap ever. Yeah. Okay, your bag of Cheetos and your chungus. Yep. <laughs> That's the greatest impulse buy ever. Okay. You just have a cutout of Sel- 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 Selena Gomez. Selena. <laughs> Selena. Selling Cheetos and chunguses. An untrained lore check allows you to add your intelligence modifier to any check, but that's it. Oh. That's plus four for me. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you that smart? You have an 18 in intelligence? Cat, bro. I have an 18 in intelligence. Oh, sorry, Varg. I have an 8 Man. in wisdom, though. The furball's smarter than you. Yeah, <laughs> I have a 16 in intelligence. Alrighty, well, let's start with some checkity checks, shall we? We're here to roll dice. Dice let's of Thunder. Roll let's do dice. it. Okay. Let's start with Duval. Let's start there. Mm, how do we do this? Do you choose which one you want to do, or do I tell you which one to do? I think you have to choose. Yeah, if we're following the rules of the, the last... Yeah. Like point game we played, which was the collecting Gattleby and escaping and all that. I, I will I give you this chose. one hint. Yeah, the give me more, a motivation for The more choosing. broad skill. The harder the check. The harder the check, yes. Thank you, Greg. When I said I will give you one, it was Greg that gave it to you. Yeah. Mm. It was a team effort. <laughs> <laughs> so so will you tell me which one I is the best one? No, like, that's check? that's the thing I'm not going to do. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Let's do a religion check. Okay. Duval, roll a religion check. <laughs> it's, a, it's a one on the die. Okay. But it's a nine total. The, the good news is you can't go negative. Right. <laughs> Get your ones so out That is now. a critical failure. Uh, oh. What about Darniru? So you said I could roll. What were the two lores before? There are three lores. Are Academia three. lore, Brieg lore, or library lore. Let's go with a, an untrained Brieg lore roll. Okay. And I rolled a six total. All right. A critical failure. Luton. Still at zero. This is my magic die. That you just are allowed like to that. roll an academia lore, Brieg lore, library lore, religion, or perception check to search I'll the volume history. Uh, perception check. Perception. 16 on the die, yes. so that's 27. 27 is a success. You guys gain one research point. And we don't know what the maximum is. I'm going to roll an athletics check. Nope. Vark <laughs> <laughs> just doing push-ups. Yeah, just working Look out. how many books I picked up. <laughs> no excuses. <laughs> Get your reps in. All right. <laughs> roll perception check. What a mass monster. Yeah. <laughs> 17 on the die. Yeah, that was 17. <laughs> it was like eight. What's the total? It kind of looked like a 12 there for a second. That is 23. That is not a successful perception check. Boo! Yeah, that's wow, the broadest okay. thing. Welcome to level four, suckers. <laughs> so four hours go by, and as you're digging into the archives, you guys earn one, one. research point. That's not great. The next block of research approaches Duval. All right, we're going to try this again yet. Yeah? I'm going to go with an <laughs> academic, uh, academia. Academia? Academia lore. Okay. Huh? Why didn't you roll it the first time? 
He's 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 it's flying okay. by the seat of his pants, it's bro. Okay. You have it. Chaotic Amazing. Nooch. Chaotic Nooch. <laughs> ah, can't be chaotic news without chaos. I will take a twenty-two. Total. A twenty-two yeah. total. That is a success. You gain another research point. Yeah, we do. All right, darn Iru. Untrained li- librarian. Check. Toss it. <laughs> I don't like. I like that. I call it librarian. I looked at untrained. Oh librarian. my gosh! That's a uh, critical failure. So I just took away the point. Yep. That you're, we had. You're down. You're back down to one. <gasps> I even switched dies. Dies. Dice. Luton. Dies. Religion, perception. Let's go with academia lore, breed lore, library lore. Let's go with religion. What's your bonus to religion? Three. Okay. Uh, five on the die. Eight total. That is a critical failure. Oh you guys have zero God. research points. Come on, dog face. No. I'm so glad this isn't happening in a combat, though. Just throwing that Varg. <laughs> like studying at the library when going to school. We're wasting time. We're wasting time. I used to love that. Talking. Oh. That's great. I'll library. do an untrained library. Working check. out. Untrained library check. Toss them. Yep. Oh. Nine. Another critical failure. <laughs> Academia. The, this is our third block. This is your third of fourth block. Oh my gosh. Who would have thought that a library would be this intense? Oh my. God. I got a 13 total. Is this the dice that won the Listen, tournament earlier? I have a 13 total. Bracket? It's about to go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> is a 13 passing for academia lore? That is a failure. Ah. Darny Roo. Jail. Oh, my goodness. Darny Roo. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go back to Brieg lore. And I rolled a 13. That is a failure. No. Luton. Man. I don't like this. Me either. <laughs> um... <laughs> None Sorry. of these it's checks. Me either. It was so sincere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go for perception again. Okay. 10 on the die. So 21. That is a failure. a failure. Shoot. Varg. Why is it no, I don't want so to. I don't want to, he says. We're at zero. I mean, you can't, I'm gonna do you can't a, go lower I'll than do zero. Perception check. That's such a high roll. An untrained. Never mind. Do whatever you want. Pass. <laughs> a critical failure you are now in the fourth and final of your 16 hour research block here and we're dumb we've Tired. learned nothing yeah you've learned nothing the the Brigite library of all the previous versions of the logic of design is as difficult to read as building code that's Could funny I, for all the engineers out there yeah, they're, like, oh they're my dying God. right now <laughs> he's totally right <laughs> <laughs> When you get to paragraph four, subsection B, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's like I'm at work. All right. (laughs) (laughs) The final. Come on, Duval. That's a crack die. Which one are you doing? What is that? It's a crack die. How do you crack a die? What the hell just happened? Up against the edge, literally in between. What just happened? I don't know. It was cracked. I can't see anything. And then you hit the thing. That was a thousand percent crack. Reroll I'm it. At it. And it what are you rolling? No, edge. unlike so unlike I'm, our GM, I know crack dies happen. <laughs> I'm rolling it's, in it's, academia. It's when it's leaning up against the edge of the yeah. box, and it's literally the point of the die is facing straight up. It was yeah. weird. It's not on a number. It was weird. Here we go. Yeah. Here we it's go. Super dumb. It's like doing a coin flip and having it land on its edge. Yeah. Exactly. Except for it's <sighs> happens on the edge. all the time here in the Hoffmandia recording. No, studio. it happens all the time over there. Okay. Mm-hmm. What'd you get? Like two times. Okay. Duval, what'd you get? Okay. Yeah, we're here for it. We're here for it. I got 13. 13. Fail. No. What did you roll? (laughs) What what were you rolling? Academia Academia. check. You got a 15. Fail. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, my math is bad. I didn't come here to do math. I'm rolling. Are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) Failure on that. Four, five, six, seven. We're negative. I hate this! This is great. This is horrible. I don't have any helpful rolls. The real emotions at the table here. You you given up, Luton? No, <laughs> no. I I want to roll. Do I have to have Cal L start making these checks? Yes. Cal L is going to roll a Brig lore. No. <laughs> I, it's I don't get a modifier for that. You get your intelligence modifier. Oh, my intelligence modifier. Plus two. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Are you doing an untrained lore? That's yeah. what we do. Okay. Ten on the die plus two. That is a failure. Oh my god. Varg? The DC's like a hundred. 
Can I intimidate? This is impossible. Can I intimidate, well, can intimidate the precog? The to, yeah, I'm gonna intimidate the precog. You said not, there was he's not allowed down you here. You said there was right. three lures we could roll. What was the fourth thing you could roll at the very the left? Religion last? and perception. Oh, religion was the other one that I forgot about. Okay, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna roll for Brig. Brig lore, untrained. For Brig, do it for the Brig. Seventeen twenty total. That is a success. Hallelujah! Which brings you up to one, because there were some critical failures that brought you down to zero. There were several critical failures. Yeah. Okay. 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 See, that's all you have to do, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep your head down. Just keep working. Just do (laughs) push-ups. And now it's time to leave. Read books. Sixteen hours, and we've learned sixteen hours. One thing. You learned nothing. (laughs) Nothing. As one research point was not enough. To oh. even glean a little bit of information. That can we redo so that? Yeah, can we do it again? <laughs> can we you redo want to re- it? redo that entire no. thing? Yes. This is you know this you, is the way the dice roll. Yeah. This is how it goes. This is completely dice. So I will tell you this in order to salt the wound. The DCs Jesus. are for the lore checks were nineteen, DC twenty one religion, and DC twenty four perception. So yeah. it's, it's made for us to be like if you had maybe an automaton investigator with you probably yeah. would have been a lot easier. <gasps> How but dare you? Who, who <laughs> worshipped <laughs> Brieg? Who worshipped Brieg? That's ah. mean. And I'm pretty sure he Why had Brieg here? more, if I remember correctly. He did have Brieg. Oh. No, oh. he yeah. did. And it was like a plus 11. <laughs> oh, oh, my so gosh. I'm going to cry. But that you learned so squat. frustrating. Get out of my library. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's just like high school. I learned nothing. Oh, you want to steal anything on our way out? Yeah, let's. Oh, look, burn it down. <laughs> Let's burn the whole thing down. Just asking for a friend, a furry friend. <laughs> let's do it. I mean, right? Let's I, take some old copies. We would like to steal well, some things. If, well, if the spell would allow us to. No, I mean, do a thievery check. Let's steal something. Yeah. It would, it would be untrained for me. I, I Untrained zero for me. No, it would definitely be me stealing. That's what I do. Let's do it. Why am I stealing it, though? Do Just to study <laughs> just it later? Just because we're mad. Just, because, <laughs> yeah. just to be like, because I want a souvenir. Yeah. Because no. we, we can't leave an actual Yelp re- review. Because <laughs> mine, uh, mine are as, as So you guys are looking around for stuff to steal. I need Luton to roll a perception check. Why? I didn't. I'm not <laughs> looking for what something. What does that do with me? Luton roll a perception check. Uh-oh. So why? 17 total. You recall in the reading of the contract that you're not allowed to remove anything from the library. That's all. Just well, I knew that. Put it out there. They'll fry my brains if I steal something from them. That's what I thought. But are we doing it anyway? No, I don't think so. I don't like the way he's looking at you. (laughs) He's like, he really is excited for this. You know, GMs rarely get to put spells like Gius on their players. (laughs) So, (laughs) well, if he rolls high enough, I didn't take the hide whatever I stole on my body feet. So I, it would be hard to sneak it out of here. Do you want to forget that and just? I don't need. I don't think we need the book. Okay. For anything. So we don't need anything here. Yeah. You can Duvall get a, you can get a co- current copy of Logic I want to burn this place down right now, but we can leave. Well, but we didn't. Yeah, but we just didn't get the information we did, right. that that corrupted. Uh, right. Kosawana. Kosawana. Stand was in front of it. At least Kosawana. Not from the archives. Not we from have to go archives. talk to him. Oh, let's go. True. Bust in his door. Well, we know where he lives. Let's go. Pull up. It is. You are now um, at the end of the day. So I'm just letting you know that it's it is time to rest. It is time to rest. If you if you immediately go to Kosawana's apartment and there are and there's anything that happens, you will all be fatigued at the start of that encounter because you spent the day in the library. If there is an encounter, wink, wink. There's an encounter. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. But I know that 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 if I didn't tell you, you guys would be like super mad. No, I I don't think we should go there at night. All right, I think so we should go back to so B&B. We, yeah. you, you wander on back to the B&B. The B&B. And you, you see... For some R&R. You, you go into the back rooms, and you see Gattleby there tinkering with some mechanisms, and there's some vials full of alchemical reagents on this workshop workbench, because you guys have brought back this upgraded alchemical-like bench, yeah. right? Yeah. You took uh, Shoma's advanced alchemy table... There's also that book of uh, alchemical crafting recipes that I haven't filled out yet, but <laughs> nobody has alchemical crafting anymore. Yay. So we right. don't have to worry about that. Right. Um, but anyway, that's, that's open, and, and Gattleby's flipping through it. 
And he says, oh, did you have any luck researching the library at the Temple of Brieg? No, Gattleby. Garner <laughs> just sits on the floor. Gattleby, do you know anything about Kosawana? Olaman Kosawana? Yes. He's a friend of mine. Oh. If you didn't have such an aversion to speaking with me, I could have told you that last episode. <laughs> me? All of you, as a group. We don't Wait, like I your... feel like we did oh, ask him. He didn't say he was a friend. No, he didn't. I'm kidding. Oh, I was going to say, what the heck? He's, He's telling you now. Us. Okay. It's gas lamping. <laughs> I'm confused. Are we not supposed to like him? <laughs> well, hey there, you big are fella. You're supposed to love him. <laughs> In this, honor of Balnor. Is this your new traveling companion? This is our new uh, clan mate. That is quite an impressive weapon you have there. Thank you. What does it do? <laughs> it does quite a lot, actually. And he's, Gattleby's pointing at this massive clockwork trimmed axe that uh, Varg is carrying. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you want me to get into it. Uh, get I into it. If you bit. want to get into it, get into it. So the, oh okay, yeah. So it is a, it's a plus one striking grading, great axe. The grading axe. Ooh, that would be you cool. You grade the ground with it. <laughs> it's just a bulldozer blade. Jeez. <laughs> and other things. <laughs> Grating and grading. It's a plus one striking great axe. Um, but uh, he can also basically like twist a switch, flip a switch, push it, pop it, pull Zip it. Zip it, bop it. Twist it. And it will turn into a, uh, a plus one war flail. So, like, Ooh. imagine, like, the head of the battle axe kind of drops down by a chain. Like, ching, 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 ching. Yeah. Uh, and becomes a war flail, which allows him to use, uh, uh, gives him different, like, damage traits. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he can do bludgeoning, piercing. Slashing. Slashing. Smashing. And like, smashing, too, yeah. Like a, like a great axe has slashing damage. Already. Typically. Yeah. Yep. It has, this axe has, um some inventor properties because he's an inventor Ooh, that change so it exciting. to so in its axe mode it has piercing and slashing and then he can change it to have into flail mode mm-hmm. which gives it bludgeoning and then it also adopts the different traits for that weapon so for it's a flail? In, yeah exactly so when it's in great axe mode it can do sweep and hampering trip. traits it can't do trip it can not in a great axe mode. Oh, I'm sorry. In, in flail, flail mode, yeah, it can sorry, do yep. tri- trip and disarm. So he can pop and swap the... So when he switches it, do you have to say, flail on? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think you You should. do now. But that's not even the... That's not it. The flame on. Oh. There's yeah. more to this weapon. The great axe uh, is also ghost touch. Whoa. Oh, that's how <laughs> Finally... <laughs> What so does that mean? It means that he can hit ghosts and deal full damage right. and bypass their damage reduction. Mm-hmm. Um, pew, pew. But because Varg is an inventor, he also has uh, a couple al- uh, alternate special abilities. Expert overdrive. So I can crank all my gizmos into overdrive and uh, gaining a, a damage bonus for one minute. Sweet. I can also cause them to explode. Ooh. By taking my uh, innovation beyond safety limits, dealing fire damage in a given radius. Which leads me to different damage types. Ooh. So for my great axe, um, I can now choose what damage to do. Elemental damage. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Elemental damage. So I can do... It's like fire, fire frost, damage, electric. Electric. Cool. Like the airbender. Um, Caustic. Uh, Acidic. Acidic, you thank can't, you. You can't actually do acid. It's fire, frost. Uh, well, maybe. I'll have to double check. But I am I think it's only fire, frost, and electricity. That may be right. But yeah. Mechanic, That's rad. Mechanical source um, elemental damage. He, he has the variable core. That's so cool. He can change up all of these things with a single action in combat to do different That's damage awesome. types. So if you guys come across something that is resistant to a particular type of energy... Yeah, acid, can, is, acid is, is it, on here. Is it's acid? a damage type, yeah. So I'm fire, wrong. electric, cold, and acid. I love being wrong about that kind of stuff. Me Happy too. Day. I'm very glad you were wrong. So he can <laughs> so he can twist this thing around, make it explode, deal specific type of damage in an area. Uh, it's a very versatile weapon. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it that way. That's cool. And as an inventor, it continues to, to grow. He has Megaton Strike with it currently. Yep. Adds a, yet another damage dice. Dang. Yeah. 
the benefit to rolling a character at level four yeah. is yeah. I'm, I'm able to come out of the gate swinging yeah. a great axe no with problem. all. Like, yeah, that's basically <laughs> Optimus Prime and King. right, <laughs> pretty much fantastic, pretty much cool. But that's not all the Varg is. He's just because he's dual class like everybody just else. Kidding. What's your Do second? You want to tell everybody what your second class is? I, re- I really want you to. I am a barbarian, and this is my primary class. Um, so a few awesome things about this is I can go into a rage for ten rounds. A raging Whoa. no. Ten rounds. Ten rounds. Ten rounds. I can go into a rage. Um, it only takes one action, and it gives me uh, plus six temporary hit points. Sweet. Wow. And oh my plus God. two damage. Um, yeah. It does give me a negative one to my AC, um, but... But who cares? You're I'd say cutting everyone's head off. Definitely not, not much of an offset. Um, so when I go into raging, I can do much, much more damage. I get fast movement, so I get a plus 10, uh, plus 10 foot status uh, bonus to my speed. Sweet. Um, I have raging intimidation, uh, intimidation. So while I'm raging, I can demoralize um, mm. and eventually... I won't even talk about it because it's so far it's away. It's like level 18. Level 18, I can scare to death. He can scare yeah. people to death, but that doesn't matter. That's so cool. He's totally going to die long before he ever reaches out. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I hope not. Yeah. This an inventor but that's I, also a barbarian. Yeah. but I can, fantastic. Yeah. It, it, when I'm raging, the intimidation allows me to demoralize um, for free, basically. That's cool. Uh, normally, when you're raging, you cannot take any actions that do not have the rage trait. Yeah. The traits that govern Pathfinder and demoralize is does not have the rage trait. Attack does, right? Strike, right? Stride. Those mm-hmm. both have the rage trait. One thing that does limit Varg is that all of those interacts to change his weapon up, mm-hmm. those do not have the rage trait. Mm-hmm. So he has to like set his weapon and then rage. And then rage. And then, rage. Yeah. and then he has to come out of a rage if he ever wants to change it. So that'll be something that we have to just keep in the back of our minds. Yep. We'll totally forget. And and that's how we generate more uh, retcon right. content. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's all part of the plan. Just rage. Stay consistent. <laughs> rage on. I'm just really excited that you um, went into that because we've had Varg now for a couple episodes and we right. haven't talked about how cool he is. I'm, I'm very excited to have a character that is going to be up in people's faces. Yeah. Um, yes. Cause I built him to be very tanky. Yeah. Um, and I think it's something the party really needed. So yeah. we were in dire. I thought need. you were going to say you're very happy to have a character that's not dead. I mean, that's well, that too, awesome too, but too soon. That too much. <laughs> so well, when you get into soon. combat, you have to say flail on yeah. rage on in that order. Yes. <laughs> Wow, his uh, voice activated. It is, it, it is now. I'm it is to, now. I'm going to have to come up with uh, some, some cool little one-liners. Well, uh, Thunder Buddies, if you want to know what Varg looks like, you can head out to our website. You can head out to Twitter. Go there. You can head out to Instagram and see yeah. some super awesome Ollie Bomb artwork. Do it now. Is we it have, done? Yes. Oh. By the time this episode airs, it will be done. Um, Fantastic. Because we're in the past... And, but this episode's in the future. <laughs> For time travelers. My brain hurts. My brain. I just spent 16, tower, 16 hours in a library. And yeah. learned nothing. <laughs> so we were reading the back of the book. Oh, that's what it was. So, uh, so you were talking to Gattleby. He, you can see he's hard at work. Um, he does say that he is Kosawana's friend. You know what's funny is that it says in the book that he is, but then it tells you what Gattleby says, and he doesn't mention it. So if you did want to ask him about it, you can. Because he, he does know Kosawana. I know Olamin Kosawana. Tell us about your friendship with him. We studied together at school long time ago. He was at my pyronite display. We have reason to believe he might have figured out your pyronite formula. Do you oh, think this checks out? It's possible. He's very smart. But he was well more learned in clockworks than he was in alchemy. When was the last time you spoke to him? I spoke to him at the... Blithier College display right before I blew the door off of that bank. <laughs> I forgot how long ago that was. That was a while ago. It was it was a couple of weeks before Kairos and Balnor got to Alcanstar, which was about eight weeks before Luton and okay. uh, Darnayru did. So it wasn't that long ago, it's which like was six right. months. which is why Phoebe had the urgency to you know. So it wasn't the display wasn't that long before 
Yeah. And, Good she, question. and Phoebe told us how long she ago that Muglin broke in and they were fleeing. That was like three days ago. Three days ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So in the eight weeks from the demonstration, Kosawana maybe has figured out Pyronite. There wasn't, you know, you haven't talked to his neighbors yet. Right. right. What you know is that there were very loud explosions and, you know, that that's kind of where you're heading. Okay. So you guys head to your rooms at the Bullet and Barrel, which is also an inn, by the way. And you sleep for the night so you don't have to worry about being fatigued. And it's a good thing that we talked about Varg and what his yeah. capabilities are. Because the next morning you wake up, you pour a beer, apparently. Talka <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seltzer. We're yeah. in a bar. Yeah. It's Alka seltzer <laughs> in the morning. And you guys are you're in you're in the, in the back conference room having breakfast, talking about the next steps, and you hear a voice out in the lobby in the in the main bar section of the uh, Bullet and Barrel Saloon, and this voice says, "Vashon Gattleby." I know you're here. Come out and face judgment. The clear water cleaners are here to clean up. And we'll see you next week. Oh, no. <laughs> it's that dude. The pickle. It's the pickle. The pickle returns. <laughs> He's got something to deal with. Once again. He's got something to deal with. Dice of Thunder and the Dice of Thunder podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Dice of Thunder and the Dice of Thunder podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com.